You think this week you'll do it. Buy a lottery ticket. Maybe a quick pick? And maybe you know the latest win in Cork was a sweet 6.9 million euro in June. And maybe then you think, if someone's going to win it, why not us? The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we listen to podcasts, review podcasts, and recommend podcasts to you. Because what are you, you laughing at already? Love podcasts. Nothing, nothing. The word podcast does get pretty funny after no, a while. I'm just expecting one thing, and that's hopefully to come. Okay. From Zane. All right. I am Zane C. Weber, here with my fellow castologists, Liz Best. Uh, are you introducing for me? Okay. I am. Cool. And old new Patrick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Also known as Nick Bleaker. No. It's been a while since we've used You're that. You're old, new Patrick now. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking. <laughs> it's because you are old. Yeah. Than old Patrick. Really? Yeah. Oh. And Shit. also, you're not really new Patrick anymore. You're a bit old because we've had you around for a while. Been mm-hmm. kicking you around for a while. So, like, you're old, new Patrick. I'm veteran, Patrick. Yep. Veteran, old, new Pat. No. No, you're fucking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's rein it in. What we're going to do is we're going to recommend three podcasts that we have found and enjoyed uh, to our fellow castologists and you who are listening along. And then we will go and review the podcast that we recommended last week. So who would like to go first with their recommendations this week? I pick Nick. I was just about to say I will, but fine. Ah. <laughs> fine. See, here I was thinking that I would give you a bit of a reprieve to but gather your thoughts. Thank you. Um, I was just going to barrel straight through it so it's done. <laughs> <laughs> now you can wait. Fine. Um, so my recommendation is called The End of the World with Josh Clark. Now, this is exactly what we need in today's day and age um, because this is just a short... doesn't sound like what we need. The end <laughs> of the world is not something I'm looking forward to. Hear me out. Okay. Um because it is exactly what it sounds like. And uh, the host, Josh Clark, presents a few different... This is a miniseries, so it actually has a start and a definitive finish because okay. he explores different ways that the world can end. So it can go from embracing catastrophe, uh, simulation arguments, um, biotechnology, artificial intelligence. Great episode, that one. You is are Trump, speaking my language. Is Trump one of them? Um, I should actually check that. Um, I think Chomp's me. Chomp. Chomp. That's his new name. Trump is um, probably a catalyst for a few of the different yeah. ones. Okay, cool. Honestly, you could probably put Trump in any of these and he would fit <laughs> he pretty nicely. He caused it. Yep. Um, but he explores these in a way that isn't really sort of fear mongering or anything like that. It basically is just explaining certain things. So, like the Fermi paradox. Can't explain that. I'm sorry. It's fucking confusing. Um, the Great Filter, again, something I can't explain. I don't know why I'm choosing. But you understand episodes. it when yeah. you listen to it? Yeah. he can't. It's weird because I thought that listening to this, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is absolutely fucked. But afterwards, I was like, I learned a lot and I'm kind of like, feel a little bit uplifted by it. I don't know why. It's huh. uh, it's bizarre, mainly, mainly because it's like it kind of explains the certain ends for humanity. Well, I, I mean, I feel, whenever I'm feeling completely like panicky and out of control, I read self-help books and even though they're about my trauma, <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm on top of things because I have read it and I understand why my chemicals are flying around my body. So is it a similar... Sort of, yeah. I think 
when you listen to it, you don't listen to it one go because it can actually be kind of depressing in one go. But how he presents it is, it feels pretty objective in its presentation. Mm. So you'd listen to it. And he comes across as just sort of straightforward and just going, hey, this is what happens when artificial intelligence takes over. And then goes through the process of that. And you're like, that's oh my the God, one I that's don't want to listen to. It's a really I'm good so episode. I'm so scared. It's a good robots one. are going to kill us. Um, and also the simulation <laughs> argument is a really good episode because I just love that general idea. What, that we're all in a simulation? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Matrix. Really, it's uh, mathematically impossible that we're not in a simulation. Oh, yes. Thanks, Zane. <laughs> thanks, Josh Clark. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so it's called The End of the World with Josh Clark. It's really simple. It's super straightforward. There's only 10 episodes. Okay. Um, there's no nothing to come in the future. He was just like, I'm just going to talk about various ways the world's going to end. Who is he in relation to the world ending? I have no idea. He's some host <laughs> at iHeartRadio, I'm pretty sure. Um, Josh Clark, I believe, is uh, a very common host on the Stuff You Should Know Network. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you'll probably recognise his voice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. If, you, if you've listened to those podcasts, which are pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, listened to stuff they don't want you to know. Mm. I like I'm that one. I'm not sure if he's on that one. He might be on that but one. I do like that one. Um, <laughs> one. Well, look... I'm going to go next because I want to. Um, just to continue on your theme of the end of the world, my <laughs> podcast is called Time to Die. <laughs> is this a, is this has, red? has the quarantine I affected us? <laughs> Who knows? I didn't mean to and I didn't quite. This is another one of those episodes where I'm not quite realising the correlation between the titles. Like when we did the numbers episode yeah. and we all had numbers. Um, mine is, is not actually about dying so it's a comedy podcast (laughs) um where they pit two really good comedians against each other and they have to write each other's sets to try and make it the most unfunny shit sketch possible and then the other comedians has to take that material and go out and perform it with full confidence in front of a packed crowd ow fuck now now big (laughs) oof now Unfortunately, COVID happened just after this podcast launched. So why I'm recommending it is because I think it's really cool and really fun to see how, and really cringeworthy, to see how um, these artists can take other people's material and run with it and actually get some laughs. Um, But they will be starting up again when comedy clubs reopen. And so they're basically asking people for the subscribe so that they know when they're going to be able to put out more episodes and I think in times of COVID it is really important to support any kind of medium that is based on live anything at the moment so listen I think there was about three episodes up when I listened to it and then COVID hit so you know uh so the hosts are Ben Russell who's a graduate of Second City Chicago he's appeared in True Story with Hamish and Andy it's an Australian show um and a bunch of other things and the other host is Tom Whitty who's an award-winning journalist TV producer and musician and he's the executive producer of Australia Talks for the ABC and former managing editor of the project on Network 10 Hmm. um and I, I I just really like the idea of two comedians trying to fuck each other over in the worst way possible and yes. yet still <laughs> triumphing with the worst material possible. Look, I I am It's awkward. I'm not I am a self-confessed Schadenfreude addict. Yes. Uh 
But this, the, the cringe factor involved in, in this is like, oh, I don't know if I could get through it. Yeah. Though, I, oh, I feel so much pain for you right now. I know. Just listening but to But the a thing is, and they, they, it's not just, so you talk to them beforehand. Mm. The, the hosts talk to them beforehand about what sort of comedy they're going to try and do and what their actual work is really like. Then they talk to them at the venue just before they're about to go in and then at the venue just after they've either succeeded or failed <laughs> miserably. And then they come back for a... Um, discussion yeah. over who won because it's whoever gets the most laughs with the most terrible material yeah. wins. And so sometimes there'll be a bit of argy-bargy and sometimes it's just like, oh, no, you obviously won. I was <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, but I, I, there's something charming and incredibly cringy about it and I just love the idea of supporting live performance for when it does come back. And it's Australian? It or? is Australian, cool. yes. Oh, just yes. The idea of hearing someone bomb... It's like watching, you know, like watching, like, you know, weightlifting. But like at least you know that they're expecting to bomb. It's not surprise yeah, bomb. That's it's true. not like they're going in there with someone else's material, knowing the material's bad. They're not thinking that their material's good and they're yeah, getting hurt yeah, feelings yeah. or hurt pride. So it's slightly better than watching it's, it's real all, bombing. I, I guess it would also be interesting watching the performance of them. Like whether, <laughs> whether they play it up that it is bad when they get a bad response yeah, from yeah. the crowd yeah. and like play into that to make that part of the joke. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Yeah, so time to die, everybody. <laughs> oh, stop threatening us. <laughs> well, I uh, I also have a word similar to wow. death in my in my title called Dead for Filth <laughs> uh, with, oh, with Michael Verratti. Why did we just realise this when it's on air? We listen to so many podcasts and we're just like... You know, end of the world, time to die, dead for film. <laughs> I, there, there is, there is. Uh, I have looked at our schedule, and next episode is going to be an interesting one in terms of comparisons between a, a, a theme that has happened accidentally. Oh, but this week again, this is a comedy history podcast, so oh. it's mostly film, TV, and film. Uh, and the host is Michael Verratti, and it's basically a queer lens look at horror horror the horror fiction so um they basically talk to i'm gonna say personalities like usually pretty decent personalities um in terms of celebrity level like not huge ones but you will have seen some of the stuff that they've worked on and how their experience in the horror genre has gone if you don't like in-depth discussion about the uh behind the scenes of films you probably won't like this podcast it does See, get very behind the scenes I in. love that yeah but also I don't watch horror mm. it's it doesn't really talk about the horror aspects of horror okay it's more about the like how these things are made and the culture around horror film um, rather than the actual films themselves right yeah. but through the queer lens yeah through through queer and feminist lens um right. Yeah, so it's it's called Dead for Filth. I particularly recommend the Joe Rubin episode, which is was released on the 9th of May. Uh, that is, uh, Joe Rubin is a producer, film archivist, and co-founder of the celebrated Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, so they discuss basically how sex scenes work on film and kind of the intersection between exploitation film and the porn industry um, ah. in the history of horror film. So that was a really interesting one for me because exploitation films, uh, a film is one of my uh, little niches of interest in the, in the film, film history. Cool. 
Sounds interesting. It sounds very niche too. Very niche. Like that's not a bad thing. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I have another entry for my our niche podcast coming up. <gasps> I keep up. forgetting to you go looking for more niche stuff. Zero idea how niche my podcast is. Okay, it is challenge accepted. Nick, a niche. We need to talk. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yep, we need to crush um, this bullshit. Yeah. We started I, it and we must finish I it. I haven't. I haven't even put it on the schedule yet because I. I was. I was worried that you would take it too far and like make a niche podcast like about niches that just are around Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> Nick, we're just giving each other looks. And yeah. now if you do that, it's like... my idea, so it's my niche podcast. Uh, <laughs> you all know that we're slots for this network anyway. We're going to put it on your network. Uh, yeah, so uh, Dead for Filth, Michael Varadi. Uh, that is my my pick for this week. Uh, horror film through a queer lens. So, let us get on to our reviews of the podcast we recommended last week. Mm-hmm. So, I recommended a hangover from our pod snack episode was 60 Seconds Science from Scientific American. So, this is really short episodes about just a little article that is going to appear in the Scientific American, kind of a partner podcast to their longer form weekly podcast where they explore everything that's in in the magazine. So what did you think? I enjoyed this. I actually... um Uh, I used it. I've been doing – I got an Apple Watch. My mama gave me an Apple Watch so that I could move my butt. Uh And I would listen to these. uh, The way that I listen to these is that every time I was procrastinating to get up for a drink or whatever, I put one of these on and I try to run as fast as I friggin' could for the entire 60 (laughs) seconds whilst taking in the information. And I actually found it a really cool little, like, move your butt thing as well as, like, I'm learning and moving. So I felt very (laughs) self-righteous and sanctimonious after all of this. Um, yeah. What have I done? Good amount of information. Some of them are liars and they are not 60 seconds. Mm. Jerks. Even if you take out the ads, I was still like, that's still a minute and 45 seconds, buddy. How dare you How make dare you. exercise Time. for another 40 seconds? Time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I listened to some of the 60 second science, 60 second mind, um, and one of the other ones, if that the space, mind, tech, earth, health, tech, yep, tech. Because um, I wanted to make sure that I kind of had a mix it up, mix yeah. it up, and make sure that they're they're consistent across their subjects. Well, I mean, they're not releasing anymore, but you so you went back and listened to some of the old stuff. All I looked for was 60 second blank and came up with all of the ones that had the same yeah. logo, logo and fair. listened. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a thumbs up for me. I love these little bite size stuff that you can spout out at trivia. Also, there are a couple of good little. Weight loss, fat burning one. So yeah. I'm sitting there listening, going, "Yes, I'm learning about this and doing it." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I th- I agree. I think like for me, it was it's short to the point. I also kind of made me think, why don't more journals or magazines do something similar to this, where they actually put their absolutely output out, and even if it's a bite sized well, thing it's like, like this? the magazines when you read them, they're like a tiny little did you know square at the bottom yeah. corner of the page that everybody always likes yep. to read, yeah. except podcast form. Just do it. Yeah, if, it's brand recognition, if, if nothing else. Any magazines or publications are listening to this, give me a call. I will do it for you. I will like. Yeah. I would like some money for it. Yeah. But yes, I. I'm I'll trying do some to. voiceover for you. Yeah, for we sure. can we can use all of our hosts to put out stuff to promote your magazine. There on our yeah. network. That's I. Th- no, that was the thing. Like listening to this, I 
didn't I didn't learn much because I was like it was so quick and I was like oh my god there's so much information and I'm also kind of stupid but <laughs> I listened to like I listened to science uh, mind and tech um, and I didn't realize that all of them actually like the ones that ended and ended in t- 2015 so they backdate yeah. quite quite a bit but again like it's short and bite sized and the more I just I really enjoyed it, it was straight yeah. to the point and I just again kept thinking about why don't more publications do this it doesn't feel like a huge investment either no, it was really. just a way for like I would just pop one on every time I got up to do something else yeah because yeah. yeah. you, you literally opt out at any time and you don't miss anything because no. you're like mm-hmm. okay I'm done with this minute of content yeah, yeah. Goodbye. it's like looking yeah. through a magazine and you there's can no just pick and choose the articles out. that you want to read there's no time to tune out <laughs> yeah you're like oh fuck I can't press play otherwise <laughs> you do tune out and you've missed a whole episode and you're like whoops I didn't do my homework yeah. very well this week <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really good. I um, subscribe to the science one because I do love um, yep. sciencey stuff. So I'll pick and choose that. And like I said. it's current. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not five years old. Um, but yeah, no, good stuff. Cool. Well, that's 60 Second Science from the Scientific American. Let's go on to Liz's pick. Now, let me remember what I did. It was what shall we do about? What shall we do what about? What shall we do about? Question mark. Question mark. Oh. So... The world is full of problems. Some of them don't make the headlines. And the host here, uh, which is Sam Robinson, actually hosts this yeah, podcast, not right. the 50 Sick. other million ones that I've attributed to him over the past couple of weeks. Um, he sits down with Aussie personalities like Mark Fennell, Ash London, Dan Illich, etc., on how to solve the world's issues that are smaller than, say, a fucking global pandemic. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. We, and this was a submission as well. Really? Because I fucking love this. Um, my highlight of it was learning about bees with Joanna Griggs. So, bees. Oh, uh, I have to say. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, Dead for Filth was also a submission. Thank you. It was a fan submission, oh, yes. not submitted by uh, the, the, the maker, but by a fan of it yes. that said that we should listen to it. And this one I was particularly proud of because I picked it from the Zane hasn't listened to it yet list of submissions. So Great. Dove Great. straight in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this. It's, it's very light, but also talks about the um, serious issues. I only listened to two episodes because I was kind of picking choosing. But like I had, a, I've had a massive crush on Joanna Griggs since the Olympics. <laughs> um, uh, and but learning about bees and learning about the news um, with uh, I'm blanking on her name. Give me two seconds. I had it. I had it. No, I don't. Alice Matthews from the SBS. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was it's it's incredibly accessible and it's incredibly interesting to find out the these particular celebrities or personalities have these sorts of interests. So again, I know I'm harping on the bees with Joanna Griggs, but I learned a lot about bees. Bees are super fucking important. Yep. I didn't. I've, I've, you know, you see it on Facebook and that sort of shit. But with this, I was like, man, listen to Joanna Grease talk about bees. <laughs> Got my attention. Yeah, bees get to do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Um, but. The Plus fact Joanna that Griggs can talk about anything. Yeah, she really can. I, I have no attachment to Joanna Griggs. I'm wow, sure she's okay. a lovely person. She is. She's amazing. Um, we'll put that to the side. We'll do an extra podcast. Um, <laughs> but it's really interesting to see how passionate these people are about these subjects. But also the question is kind of asked towards the end. It's like, what should we do about? And the solution that kind of comes out of it is one that I not, not necessarily agree with, but it's kind of like, that's a really good point that probably should be explored even further, mm. which I kind of wish... At points when the question's asked, because I feel the question's usually asked towards the end of the episode, I wish it was asked at the start so it could be explored a little bit more. Yeah, fair call. But other than that, I love the show. I'm absolutely subscribed to it and I'm going to listen to all of it because there's so many different little fucking things on here, like libraries, like nostalgia, like what the... what. Yeah. Like what vegetables? do we do about nostalgia? The one that I listened to is uh, about um, Clutter with Dan Illich because Clutter, I... I know so many people who are hoarders 
and their places make me uncomfortable. But I'm also, sorry. I find no, it's not, the pod loft is not haughty. Um, but at the same time, I'm verging on being a hoarder myself whilst judging them. I'm like, oh my God, all my stuff's going to drown me. So it's kind of good to talk about that, but not, you know, and they talk about things like don't go so far as to Marie Kondo everything because that's fucked. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad you liked it. What yeah, do you no, think, Zane? I also really liked it. Like, I think this is a really good approach to um, kind of like a general interest podcast. Mm. Um my, I do have a couple of critiques, but that's more just the podcast producer in me. I feel like the vibe of each episode is very different depending on the guest and the topic. So it's not so much like, what shall we do about, let's approach this in a certain way. It's really like, let's talk to this person about this topic. And that really changes the whole um, presentation of the podcast, which isn't a bad thing. It's just not what I was expecting when it was like, okay, what shall we do about? And then sometimes the audio is different from episode to episode. Again, small things, technical things. Love the podcast. Love bees. I listened to saxophones, which was very fun. Ooh. I listened to What Real- shall we do about saxophones? I play them, usually. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure, of course. And still making fun of them. Like who just because it reminds them? with sex. Oh, oh. I was going to say. And who Bill- would make fun of sexy sax? But then I <laughs> yeah. get it now. And then you did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just because Bill Clinton played one and <laughs> that whole thing. Um, I also listened to reality television. I started on Bees, but I didn't have enough time to finish it. But I love Bees and I will be listening to it. Yeah, and this is a subscribe for me as well. Mm. Um, I think this is a really, a really interesting way to kind of a- approach knowledge. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so as well. Like, kind like, of like Ology's light. Yeah. 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 Because for me, it is like, the, well, I mean, the episodes I listen to are quite lighthearted. Mm. Um, but again, for me, the central question of the show is should be towards the start or at least in the middle so it can be explored a little bit beyond well, that five would, minutes. Yeah, that would fix Zane's. The vibe. The vibe. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's more within the structure of the gimmick of yeah. the podcast. Yeah, because you could ask at the start and then get Joanna Griggs' background before you, can you be like, Yeah, you yeah. can be like, what should we do about this? And then they could harp on about it whilst... Yeah. Yeah, you know. or just like give, a, give like an essay, just like, hey, Joanna Griggs, what should we do about bees? And then Joanna says, we should drop everything and save the bees, make them our bee overlords. And then the rest of the podcast is explaining why she's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, be overlords. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. What should we do about be overlords? <laughs> I mean, honey for everyone. Uh, or just the bees. I don't know what they would do. I don't speak for the bees. Okay. <laughs> so that was what shall we do about. Let's go on to Nick's pick, which was Song Exploder. Yeah. Song Exploder is a podcast that deconstructs uh, songs with the artists that made them. So there's varying degrees of different artists. So there's Tame Impala. Uh, there's Caribou, uh, Semisonic Vampire Weekend, Meek Mill. What did you guys okay. think? I have a confession to make. One of my most shameful secrets. I don't really like music. Oh my God, I was going to make the same confession. <laughs> <laughs> Does that um, mean like I have to start doing music podcasts just to you. get to fit no, the no, niche? No, no, this no. Is great. no like, that's you. the thing. I love, but I love listening to creative people talk about what they're passionate about. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. My confession plays into how I approach this podcast same. is that I I had to scroll a long way down before I found anyone I knew. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I knew, I, like I recognise the names, but my music taste is stuck. Musical theatre. 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, and then it stops. See, mine's, mine's, mine's 20s to 60s and then a little bit in the late 90s. Oh. <laughs> so I, I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and then I found Fleetwood Mac and went, yes! 
Um, I listened to Slipknot. I listened to... <laughs> That's honestly the last one that I would have expected <laughs> you to say. So Same Slipknot. Like, okay, so Slipknot. Yeah. Look, I, I, like, because I don't really relate to music in the way that I feel most people do, yeah. um, I have a very eclectic taste in what I have connected with. Um, I listened to Sheryl Crow. Um, I nearly clicked on that one. Yo-Yo Ma was fun as well and John Carpenter. The ones so that I, at. I listened to Fleetwood Mac, which was amazing, um, and also La La Land when yep. they yeah. So which one was that? Where is that? Oh yeah, that's in there. That's a friggin' good episode. Okay, so well, I'll have to go back. I did not think I would like this podcast when you were explaining it. I was like, where are the actual explosions? I am disappointed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, f- I fucking loved it. Like I loved it, and and as long as I can pick a song that I know, I love the way that they go through and talk about. It's not just them talking about the track. They sit there and they go. So first we did this, and then they just play that line, you know. And then yeah. hearing the vocal line of "You can go your own way." Mm. So what is it called? Yeah, well, so, uh, just your go your own way. I don't know. I always get confused. Um, Who knows? I don't fucking know. I don't <laughs> listen to Fleetwood Mac. Fucking Fleetwood Mac. Um, but just hearing the raw vocal. Um, of that particular track it sounded so much more screamy and emotive and then I appreciated it much more once they layered it over the different melodies and and harmonies and it's just such a a nice format of chatting about a song where they can actually have the creator isolate the tracks of the different layers and then like bake you a musical cake and then give it to (laughs) you at the end and they play the song in full at the end which is great like then you can just groove to whatever you just feel. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, yeah, this is this is a way that I feel like this podcast is an entrance for musical fans to become musical nerds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think for me, when I listen to it, I learn a lot in terms of music production. So because I dabble in music production, for me, you know, listening to like Caribou's episode and learning that the main sample of that song was a sample he found on YouTube, mm. listening to a 70s um hip hop beat and was like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna grab this and turn it into a whole song. And I'm just sitting there I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah. And they talk about different bits and pieces. Oh, it was of like the John Carpenter wrote the school for Halloween, the original Halloween in three days. Yep. Far out. <laughs> and all the and also like the La La Land one, they did the audition song that oh, Emma cool. Stone yeah. sings and so they're talking about why they decided to make certain parts sound breathy and talky and when they decided you know, in the recording room to pull back on her actually putting pitch on the first few mm. um, words so that it didn't seem like she was breaking into song and they kind of eased it into that. And, oh, it's just – and then I got goosebumps. Like, I'm one of those people who if I listen to music that I really like, I just get full-body goosebumps. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to the creation and I could just feel them prickling from my legs all the way up. And then I was like, yes, when they played it. And then I just went and listened to the whole La La Land soundtrack and a bit of Fleetwood Mac after that. It was great. Because I'm pretty sure they go into the studio with the artist and talk to them. Like they actually go into the studio so they can play the stems yeah. and play everything out and explain bits and pieces because it's not just the creative process; it's also the inspirations behind certain bits and pieces yeah. of those songs as well. I just want every band ever to go through and do this so yeah. that I can then go and pick my <laughs> entire recording list that stops at the early two thousands. Well, that's um <laughs> like the Yo-Yo Ma episode. Like Yo-Yo Ma doesn't compose, doesn't write music, but it's basically he goes in and breaks down a the box cello concerto that is his most famous Mm. piece so it's kind of him talking about how it's constructed and how as a musician on the cello you transfer it to the to the instrument yeah 
Very interesting. It really reminded me. Have you guys seen the movie, or this is going to make me sound like such a nerd. Have you guys seen the movie or the play Amadeus? Yes. So it reminded me of the Salieri speech where he's <laughs> sitting there talking about one of Mozart's compositions. He's like, and then above it all, a single solitary. Like it, it, yeah. It's 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 yeah. it's narrated song. Yeah, and it's very short. Yeah. Like it's it doesn't take its time to going for ninety minutes. It's no. twenty three to thirty. Yep. And then you get to groove to a song at the end of it. Mm. This is, yeah. So I will be going through and listening to all the songs that I recognise and fucking <laughs> off the rest. should do one for Zane, which is just purely Slipknot. Yep. <laughs> just like Slipknot so- song exploded. Every single song, the discography from start to finish. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> You're sure. the Slipknot guy now. Yeah, well, I'm it. not the Slipknot guy. guy. <laughs> I like some of their songs. Jeez. Sure, I'm the Nina guys. Simone guy. <laughs> Nina Simone. Aww. She's my lady. All right, well, that's it. We've had enough. No more slip knot. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. uh, You can find us on Twitter and you can find us on Instagram. Let us know what your favourite episode of Song Exploder is. Yes. um, Because both Liz and I are on the lookout for good episodes at the moment. Um, And if you indeed have a whole different podcast that you would like to recommend, you can reach out there as well. Or you can go to our home on the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. Fill out the form there and we will listen to it and maybe feature it on the podcast. Spicy. Exciting. I've been Zancy Weber here with my fellow castologists. Liz Best. And Nick Bleaker. And keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Do you like horror? Do you like the supernatural? The spooky? Do you like bone-chillingly, terrifyingly, horrifying true stories of real life? But you're actually just a big baby like me? Well, my name's James and welcome to the Scared Shitless Podcast. Every week I retell a terrifying true horror story to friends and colleagues, as well as hear their true life horror stories and experiences. Join me as I go on a journey of ooky spookiness and scare myself shitless in the making. The early bird gets a big deal with great value home cover from Super Value Insurance. Get a great quote and search Super Value Insurance now. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading as Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games stream music and download movies at ultra fast speeds for less than ever before to switch from just 30 euro a month for 12 months search sky 30 availability subject to location setup these terms and conditions apply for more info see sky.ie forward slash speeds